0: success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the success in the new retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. And gentlemen, the Social Security Administration announced in 2022 benefits will be adjusted to a record 5.9%. Now, this is mainly because The pandemic triggered a rise in prices for goods and services. So should retirees, should they view this as a pay hike? And does this change any strategies when including Social Security and those plans that we've been talking about?
1: Well, again, it's all relative, right? So I saw a report that said like, you know, a pound of chicken costs an extra 10% these days. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're getting a pay raise of 5.9%, well you're still 4% short if you if you eat in chicken right and so gas prices are up dramatically a lot more than 5.9% so social security is increased based on the consumer price index and the consumer price index is a basket of goods that they use to kind of gauge what they believe to be you know the inflation increase that people experienced unfortunately for a lot of retirees a lot of older people it doesn't include fuel and it doesn't include a lot of the healthcare costs which in most cases those things have actually increased much more than that 5.9 percent so for a lot of people yeah they're gonna get a you know a pay raise to their social security benefits but. It doesn't mean that they're going to be able to purchase more. In fact, in most cases, it means they're going to be able to, you know, they're going to be purchasing less. Now, this is not a new problem. Damon and I have talked to people about this multiple times. We do college workshops and we explain this. We've talked about this on the radio. But historically, the Social Security increase has been about 2%. Well, historically inflation has truly been for most retirees between three and four percent so what that means is over time your social security benefits will purchase less and less and less and less if you live for 20 years your stuff you're, you're going to be buying quite a bit less with that benefit because it will not keep up with what you're spending your money on and so what we tell people is look if you, if that's the way it's been that's the way it's always going to be you need to have a plan for how you're going to supplement your income there needs to be a plan to say okay my social security covers you know 60 or 70% of what i need right now or maybe mm-hmm. it covers 90% or whatever it might be well i can forecast out and say 10 years from now you know 5 years from now 20 years from now I'm going to need some sort of additional income, some sort of investments that are producing some sort of income for me that will make it so that whatever shortfall Social Security is now not covering, I can replace that with this other money. And if you do that, then you have a financial plan that, that allows you to maintain your standard of living. You're not having to cut back. You're not having to reduce the budget. You're not having to go from, you know, Verizon cell phone to now you're on cricket wireless. Right. And, you know, you, know, you, you <laughs> can maintain what you want to be doing. You can still buy the, the grandkids presents. You can still, you know, send them money on their birthdays, all those different things that that a lot of retirees want to do. And it really just comes down to having a plan. So wherever we sit down with someone, We're trying to help them look out and forecast what things are going to look like over the next 20, 25, 30 years and help them build a plan that's going to handle their expenses now, but also a plan for down the road. And that is what we call income planning. So a lot of people don't take that time, right? We use the example of of the game of Jenga. So we've all played that. You know, it's that we have the giant Jenga. I don't know if you've used that on a patio or at a beach house where it's like the big two by four blocks of wood and you stack it up and then. You know, you you keep pulling the pieces out and stacking it on top. It gets really tall and then it falls over on a small child and, and damage, you know, ruins a vacation. Everybody in a two square block radius yeah, has Matt, a has yeah, been sued right. three times by his <laughs>
2: neighbors. <laughs>
1: but we've all played that game where you stack the blocks up and the game is, okay, we're going to pull out a piece and then we're going to stack it on top. And whoever knocks the tower over, they lose. Well, we've all played that the first few pieces or blocks of wood that you take out, it's no big deal. The tower never falls over, right? And it's not until 10 moves or 15 moves into the game that you realize, oh my gosh, that one section of the tower where we ended up pulling two pieces from and we're sitting on just one little piece of block of wood that's trying to maintain and balance this huge tower, that's our weak point. Well, it's kind of like when it comes to income, right? So if we start and we retire and we don't have an income plan, we don't have a plan for how we're going to take money from our 401k and our, our, our IRA, Well, initially when we first retire, we just start taking money, right? And because we have a a decent amount saved up, no problem. You're not gonna run out of money that day. It's not till five years later, 10 years later, that you go, oh my goodness, I was spending too much money in the first five years of retirement. We spent money that we needed to just maintain our standard of living. Now, what are we gonna do? We're kind of in a world of hurt. And so, Damon and I focus, a lot with our clients on how do we create a financial plan so you know what you can spend now what you need to dedicate for the future and how do we maximize that so you can spend as much as you possibly can now and later and still have everything covered and it's just coming down to saying we're not just going to leave this to chance we're not just going to grab from this bucket and take from this bucket and do this and that we're going to actually create a plan that says this is how we're going to fund this first five years these are the areas this is how much we're going to spend this is where we're taking it from this is where we're going to take from because it's going to pay less taxes than if we take it later and you do all of those calculations when you have that Now you have efficiency in how you're producing income in retirement.
0: I want to talk a little bit about annuities here because there's a new trend that's starting to make a little bit of noise as the Wall Street Journal is reporting that BlackRock has started to offer something in some 401ks that's new. Five employers have signed up with the investing giant to offer annuities in the plans. So in theory, that would allow workers to receive retirement payments for the rest of their lives. Damon Mack, could this be a trend? And Is there a best way to know if the annuity they're offering is right for you?
2: You know, uh, annuities, when you you said that, uh, I wondered how many people turned the channel just because a lot of times when and we'll do workshops and things like that and say like, yeah, let's talk about annuities let's let's try to understand them and they're so uh, misunderstood and often there's a, a negative connotation to it and, and in some cases for a really good reason right there are some terrible 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 annuities out there that people have invested in that are high fees and they thought they were safe and they ended up losing money and etc cetera, etc cetera. but there's also some good ones right I mean how many people wish that they could retire like their grandparents and have a pension right? Uh, something that was guaranteed to come in. And, and retirement income is one of the, the biggest things. You know, we talked about it in the first segment, some income planning that we do. You you, you build up a nest egg, and then how do you turn it into an income that's going to last as long as you do? Um, because Which is the
1: big, that's the big problem people are facing, right? I mean, again, you go and talk, the ARP does their survey, and they're always, they're asking people, what's your big concern in retirement? And it's, yep. you know, year over year, it's always, I'm worried I'm going to run out of money right? Their parents had a pension. It provided the income. They, they added that to social security and, and, you know, retirement was kind of automated. They didn't have to worry. Well, now people retire with a 401k and IRA and they are like, how do I turn this into income? And so now someone's coming along and saying, well, maybe we just throw an annuity into the 401k and it will do that job for you. That's really what's being debated and being talked about as making that an option. Yeah.
2: And automation is kind of a, a nice thing to think about. Oh, well, I, I'm going to have more income than just Social Security. That's guaranteed. That, that's kind of a nice thought. However, you look at this and we look at some of the things that, that Wall Street has done within 401ks. And most, most 401ks are filled full of mutual funds. Well, who makes the most money on those? Wall Street, mm-hmm. right? They're very expensive vehicles when there could be a, you know, a lot better options. And so if we're looking to Wall Street, Blackstone, or, or anybody else to, to fix this problem, you know, there's, there's probably, in, in my opinion, not going to be the very best annuity options out there right? And so um, having, you know, it's more work, but having more control of your situation, because your situation is going to be different than your neighbors or your brother or who, anyone else, having more control of that and having, you know, is a better option. And the, and the market is created well, and, some and really and good options. having more
1: options, right? I mean, so that's my biggest concern about this is 401ks, my complaint against them is most people get a list of 20 or 30 investment options. And when Dame and I look at those, Half of them are those target eight funds that are generally pretty expensive. They don't have a ton of options to diversify. So if all of a sudden the 401k offers you an annuity option, my guess is you're going to get one or two. my guess is they're not gonna be that competitive right they're gonna be not that great of income or they'll be expensive or whatever it might be the difference between the mutual funds you have in your 401k though is once you turn 59 and a half or once you retire if you choose you can roll that money out of the 401k and put it over into an IRA account and now you can invest it however you want so you're only locked into investing your money in that 401k in those crummy options while you're working there and contributing into the plan and then and often when you get close to retirement or once you retire, you can roll that out. The problem they would have and the problem the individuals would have is if they chose that annuity option inside of the 401k, Not more than time. likely they're stuck. Right. and having more options is always going to be better so if let's say you thought okay i really like the idea of having an annuity something that could provide me income well wouldn't you rather be out on the open market looking at a hundred different options and finding the one that's best for you the best growth the lowest fees whatever it might be that you're looking for mm-hmm. versus looking at the one or two that were picked by your plan administrator that potentially are favoring wall street more than they're favoring you Uh, I think any of us would say, I'd rather have the hundred options. I'd rather, you know, be able to look through those and find the best one because competition creates better options for you. And if there's no competition inside of that plan, then more than likely your option is going to be crummy and now you can't change it. Now you're stuck because you put it in that option. You are stuck there for life instead of being able to correct course, make a change, adjust that, put that into something else.
0: Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.